Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, dudes and dudettes. We are doing a first of what I hope is like a million of these things. Me and my good friend out of Las Cruces, New Mexico, but would like to be in Albuquerque because it's a lot cooler up there, but he kind of rounds it off to El Paso, but then it's Texas, so he doesn't want to claim that he's not New Mexico. But anyway, one of the hottest pitmasters in new mexico and a great friend of mine and more importantly a supporter a supporter i don't know supporter is but you could be one of those too a supporter of the dude network guy nicks make sure you call him junior doobie <laughs> what's going on oh man my bad my bad Woo! oh he's got the hat there got we the go hat. got the hat with the fresh tea Oh, man, those dude uh, network shirts came out money, bro. Oh, man. Thanks to Fuego Lento, friend of the show. Going to be having him on here soon. If anybody wants this, we're going to be giving a couple of these away. So friend, uh, of the, friend of the shows, friend of the podcast. Hey, we're going we're gonna to be giving away some nice gear with a couple eight-ounce bottles of some of Fuego Lento. Yeah, so, yeah, man. But right now, we're talking about Doobie. So how we doing, man? Like, just slinging, slinging briskets uh, here lately, I see. Yeah, here and there, man. I get a couple little special orders here and there, and then I get the smoker a couple more weeks now, so it's just counting down the days, man. So let's talk about the smoker. I know all about the smoker. I've been invested in this smoker journey of yours for, like, I don't know how long have we known each other now, about a year. And uh, tell us about this smoker, man. Tell everybody, like, who it is, like, why you're getting this smoker, what you're wanting to do with it. I mean, um yeah, just let's. I want to know. I kind of want to hear the whole story from start to finish, like how you pick this company, like you know, just go. Man, so whenever COVID first hit, you know, everybody started doing the social media and the TikToks and all that stuff started really popping off in the barbecue world, right? And so I'm scrolling through TikTok, and one of the first things that hits my for you page is TMG Pits, you know, and I'm like, oh wow, these guys look cool. I'm going to check them out. And at the time, they probably had, I don't know, maybe a thousand followers. And next thing I know, they're going viral. And I'm like, man, I knew those were some cool pits. Like, I was like, (laughs) if I can order a pit, I'm going to order one from these guys. And one thing led to another. And I put my down payment on one in March. And I've been on the waiting list. And it's been a long way, but it's finally almost over, and I'm stoked to go pick it up. It's going to be a road trip out to Knoxville, and then uh, back to New Mexico. I'm going to try that's to break it up a little bit, but that's a that's a road trip, man. That I'm is excited. a poke. That is a poke. Yeah. But isn't that funny, though? Like, So everyone listening, any companies out there, you think your time and effort into social media marketing doesn't work? Well... That was just disproven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, from the first time I saw one of their smokers, I was like, man, they're cool. They look different. It's not just your standard 250 or 500 gallon offset look. You know, they got their own style. And it's a couple of guys that you could tell that they've known each other for a long time and they just wanted to start up their own thing and they went after it. And it worked out for the best, man. You got to, it's like the American dream at its finest, right? I mean, just a couple guys with a couple good, uh, couple good ideas, and one thing leads to another, and next thing you know, they're booming. You it know? could have been a Quillian. Uh, I mean, it could have been a Quillian ideas. Yeah. 
I mean, you and I have that many. I mean, how oh, what are you sipping on? What, what do we what do we got there, Doobie? Oh man, I got the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. It's the double nice. oak? No, hey, let yeah. me see that glass. Let me see that glass again. Dude, did you even leave any room in that glass? Like just drink from the bottle. I mean Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just picking on you, man, because I'm salty. <laughs> I didn't pour myself more. I'm over here, man. You know, I'm friends with my, my friends up at Cleveland Whiskey, and I hit the jackpot yesterday. I found a bottle of the Black Reserve. It's only like a dollar more for a limited production. I'm like, okay, this stuff's the bomb. It's only like 25 bucks, man, so it's it's killer value, so... I'm gonna have to try and score a bottle of that stuff, man. That I know. peanut butter chocolate whiskey that they have looks money, man. Like that was like something you could drink every day. Yeah, it, it's definitely like you almost gotta put it on ice and with something. Like you can take it in the shop, but man, it's like so rich, like it's like oh yeah, 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 like your teeth, but it's delicious. Like you can taste all of it, but it's definitely meant to be like. Like with the toasted marshmallow on ice, that was a pretty solid. That was a pretty solid idea. Yeah, cool video. Man. You used to sling some drinks, didn't you? Yeah, man. Back in my banquet days, man, I used to be a banquet bartender. At times, I would have a wedding of like 120 people, and it'd just be me, man, slinging out drinks, hosted That's hours. You know, it was it was a, it was a party, man, for sure. You get sucked into the atmosphere a little bit, but. Definitely good time. Um, so what I guess I want to go back here to your smoker. Like, how many? Like, okay, so let's explain to people that don't really know sizes. Like, five hundred gallon, like, seems like a lot. How many gallons is yours again? And like, let's say I like you and I have like the standard Oklahoma Joe, where you can get like three briskets in it. You know, like what? Like what? What's this one like in comparison to that? I think mine is a little bit bigger than a 250 gallon and it's on a trailer but then i got the hot box and the insulated fire box and the way that i'm viewing this one is it's going to be able to hold enough meat that if i could fill it up and sell out in a day i'm doing pretty damn good <laughs> it's going to be a happy day for me so if i get to that point then yeah i might upgrade to something real big but for now oh. this one's gonna be a nice rig that i can take to competitions and really start getting out there so it's not the biggest pit out there but it's gonna be big enough to get the job done for a year or two so i couldn't be more excited man so why get one this big you said competitions i mean are we gonna start seeing a doobie smokehouse uh Flying around New Mexico, slinging some meat or what? I mean, I might be going through Texas. Maybe I'll hit oh. up Nevada next year. I don't know, man. Who knows where I'll be going, but Ohio. I'm going to be looking. Ohio. Man, yeah. If there's a competition that I can make it out hey, there, too. They released the schedule, man. <laughs> the case oh, yeah? The schedule. I'd look today. We're getting, I haven't got to tell you yet. Yeah, they're uh, starting in April. They already got some, uh, like, listening in, like, September, October. Ooh, that's up here. So you can get you up here and get you some fresh back straps. Oh man, oh, I'd be all about it, bro. I take a trip out that way. Hell yeah, do a dude network event over there, man. Dude destinations, the woods, and you know, oh. dude destinations like dude food, fresh back straps from literally from field to table, skin it on site and cut out its back straps. Yeah, man. Just like leave out all the 
the gory stuff, you know, because there are some people that can't quite, that aren't ready. They're not ready. Yeah, you know, it's crazy what people, I mean, you would think <laughs> that after seeing all the meat and all the different things, that people wouldn't be as squirrely about it. But like, yeah, I know I've seen Grey's couple- Anatomy and they talk about some really wild stuff on there. Oh, like, yeah. Number one show, you know, but yeah, like cutting out a back strap, like, yeah. I've seen a couple guys out there cooking, uh, cook rabbits mm. and stuff like that. And they get some flack for it, you know, and it's like, hey, man, oh, man. lots of people grew up eating rabbit, man. And like, you can't knock it. It, you know? <laughs> it's a 4-H category. So that, one, that one loosened up some phlegm from earlier. That's what I love about <laughs> bourbon. That's what I love about bourbon. It just cleans it, it out, going, man. Like, it is the best decompressing liquid after a long day, man. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, rabbit, like, 4-H out here, the 4-H clubs, like, a category is feeder rabbits. And, like, it's something they get. I mean, they, they're out here. We have rabbit farms. They're literally, they breed rabbits to feed families. Yeah, man. I've heard hey, it's great. Hey, if we don't, coyotes will. Just saying. Hey, it's more sustainable than a lot of things, I'm sure. Yeah. What did the fox say? I love rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it goes downhill from here, man. Let's just be honest with it. Man, you sent me that video of the pork belly brisket. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It's been a popular item lately, man. I've seen a couple people doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, that's one thing I haven't tried yet. And I'm like, man, that brisket style pork belly. I don't know how anybody could go without trying it. Like, I think I'm going to do one in the next week or so. For I sure. think I think I'm going out to my uh, Baltic meats out there. And if I get one of them, like half, if I get a half pork belly for like 30, I think it's like about you know, 25, 30 bucks. Like, if you think about it, if it turns out anywhere close to brisket for what brisket prices are. Man, like if you can get a good deal on some pork belly, like send it, right? I mean, not only that, but I don't know if you've seen a pork brisket, but in comparison to a pork belly, they're not very big. I mean, I feel like a pork belly can be like twice as big as a pork brisket all day, you know? So they're so, I mean, you can get like a really wide one. Yeah. I mean, they got some good length to them. And if you're just slicing it up like the flat of a brisket, I mean, what's cool about it is you get that like fat in the middle and then you got some meat on top and bottom, almost like bacon, but it's like that low and slow and you get the bark. I mean, it definitely looks money. Yeah, I think I will have to try it here soon. I mean, but I mean, that's what we do in the barbecue world, man. Like I know when you and I talk, it's always like, how can we one up something so simple? I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, like the simplest ideas that pop and it's maybe not one-upping it as much as okay that was a simple idea that they did a couple little tweaks to and made it their own and it's going you know like one thing leads to another and that's what i love about the barbecue community man is you might see one guy's video and then another guy's video and you might come up with something that kind of marries an idea you came up with with a little bit of this a little bit of that (laughs) And you end up with these crazy combinations all the time, and you see it all the time where people are trying all kinds of new things, and it makes it a lot more fun and exciting for everybody to kind of tune into, for sure. That's what I love about, like, the social media side of this. Like, you know, like, we wouldn't know half the stuff we do if we didn't see it on Instagram, on TikTok. I mean, before you and I kind of switched over to exclusively TikTok in, like, April, May, well, about, we both were all in in, like, June, July, 
on Instagram, but like, <clears throat> anyway, this point was like, you know, like the, the cheese stuffed sweet Italian sausage wrapped in bacon that I've done, you know, like the, you did the chicken fried brisket on a biscuit, man. Like that was money, money. And like, you know, so then I'm like, man, like, I feel like I want to chicken fry everything. So like, I immediately, like how I'm wired is like, all right, cool idea. Thank you. Social media. You showed me how that works now. Like, let me see. Okay. Chicken fried brisket on a biscuit. All right. Well, I'm going to take the batter and I'm going to add some chipotle seasoning to it. So it's a spicy chicken fried biscuit on a brisket <laughs> or whatever. Right. <laughs> Say that I 30 mean, times. You do all kind. I mean, and you can do anything to make it your own. And all it's going to do is set somebody else up to come up with another good idea, you know, and it's everybody's winning right now. Everybody's trying things. And what the nice thing is, is there's things that you may walk past in the store and it's like, I want to cook that, but I've never cooked that before. And it's sometimes it's enough for like, if you don't have a lot of cooking experience under your belt, some people are just like, yeah, I've never cooked it. I'm just going to keep going to something else I'm familiar with, you know? And what's nice about all these people cooking all this different stuff is that you can kind of see the results and be like, man, I've never cooked that, but that's something I want to cook for sure. You know, right. it takes a little bit of the guesswork out of it for you. Do you go to the grocery store like I do to get motivated on what you're cooking for dinner? Like, if you're like, man, I'm swinging and missing, like, let me just go and see what's on sale at the store. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like, I'd say that's at least three out of five nights that I cook dinner. I'm just like, man, I could thaw something out. And then, like, every week, it's like you look at what's in the freezer and you have stuff you could thaw out. But it's it becomes like, oh, I could thaw it out and I got to cook that tomorrow or the next day. And then it's like, by the time the time comes around where it's sawed out and it's ready to go, something comes up and it's like, like it's pushed to the next day. So a lot of the times it's like, I'm not going to thaw that out till this weekend. Uh And I go, I'm going to just kind of see what catches my eye and just go from there. You know, I start in the meat department and then work my way around to the produce and kind of go from there and just put something together, you know. I just go and see what's on sale. Like lately I've been like, I lately I've just been scoring on either a whole, I've been finding whole chickens, like pre-seasoned whole chickens for like four bucks. And I'm just like, I'm just going to wipe that seasoning off and just put my own back on it. You know, I'm like, all right, like at least it's Chipotle base seasoning. And then I'll like use some of my red beard Chipotle on it, you know, instead. So I'm not counter, but I'm like $4. I'm like, you know, now that like, thank God, like I would have never known about spatchcocking, like never in a million years. If I did, if it wasn't just flooded and mixed, shoved down my throat, literally on Instagram and TikTok for like three straight months. And I was like, all right, maybe it's not that hard. And I did. And I'm like, not that hard. Yeah, and I will say there's always those like, man, do I want to jump on that trend? I don't know. Is it going to be that good? Is it going to live up to the hype? You know, like in some of them, I feel like spatchcocking was a home run for everybody. You know, I like uh, and I like your idea on the spatchcocking of skin down mm -hmm. because I did it skin up and the skin just existed like i mean it's so hard to get crispy skin with it sitting on top on low and slow but i like yeah. like over the cook when you got it skinned down like closer to the heat that it's at least going to have a better chance of like getting a little more crispy and like you said like the skin you think the skin boils the moisture back up into the meat of that chicken right 
I mean, I feel like you get a little bit more even cook for sure. And I think like it keeps a lot of that juice from dripping straight out, you know? Well, I'll go ahead and confirm this for you. I'm sorry. I'll cut you off there. I'll confirm this because I did the spatchcock with the skin up and it was juicy. It was really, really juicy. But then I did those leg quarters, you know, like a couple days later, you know, and those I did skin down and I remember like throwing them directly on the heat, you know, to kind of really crisp up that skin and juice was just pouring out of it. So even with the skin down, like that showed me like that skin actually does do a fantastic job. It might even do a better job of holding your moisture in because the moisture is not going to go through that chicken skin like that, but it will jump through the rib cages and stuff when it's upside down. So I I'm, I'm skin down guy now. I swear, man, I appreciate that tip. I mean, I like it. I haven't lost with it yet. And I feel like for people that are new to it, that, I mean, it also depends on what kind of cooker you have and all that factors in too. But if you just have a little basic offset, I mean, skin down on the hot end, you can't lose. You know what I mean? And it's going to, you can't. I mean, especially with dark meat, man, because dark meat, it's hard to dry out dark meat. Like, you almost have to try to do it on purpose. You know, like, it, it's tough. Good conversation. Booze is flowing. But I'm just trying to get on your level, man. I have to drink like six of mine to get to one of yours. <laughs> but uh so when how long have you been putting like your seasoning under the chicken skin like again like something else i just overlooked and recently discovered noticed and i'm like man that's a game changer it's like the small things like that i mean little things like that make a big difference i mean i figure that out with turkeys you know like one of the best things for me is you soften up some butter and you mix up your favorite rub and then you stuff that all underneath the skin where the breast is and stuff like that. And it kind of bastes the inside of the meat. And then you can dry brine your turkey and rub butter on the outside. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways to kind of get the flavors to penetrate into it, you know. But if you're not brining it and you're just trying to do something quick and easy, it's a good way to get the flavor there. You and know? I like that olive oil trick that people are doing now where they're taking their seasoning and mixing with olive oil. And I think it actually kind of helps. Yeah, the blurry. Yeah. yeah. And then just like, like rubbing it. I mean, it is like a paste. Then you got that olive oil going down into your stuff. And I don't know about you, man, but if you did like, this is where my mind starts working, you know, like an infused olive oil, like a chili pepper olive oil or a cilantro olive oil. Oh my God, the cilantro infused olive oil on chicken, bro. Ooh, that'd be money. I mean, that Alfragoni chimichurri on chicken's money too, man. Oh, I need to get some of that. I mean, you do the the red wine vinegar and the olive oil with the chimichurri in there. And then you put that under the skin. You know what? I've never done chimichurri on chicken. Man, chimichurri goes good on everything. Everything, but it's advertised <laughs> on beef. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I, I put that shit on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people. We do can say that here. This is an unregulated, so we can say shit, balls, pussy. I mean, well, <laughs> we don't want to say that last one. That was mean. There's but, cats uh, running around this house. <laughs> yeah, man. I Thanks, think Cleveland. that that outburst was brought by Cleveland whiskey. Go ahead. <laughs> What were we talking about again, man? Chimichurri. Oh, it goes chimichurri. on everything. Man, like the, I see people doing the wings. Those look bomb. 
Chili for me, chili wings. I'm interesting for hot sauce, man. Like that wing sauce that I've been using from Freedom Hot Sauce. That's money. Oh, all day. but I, I mean, any kind of hot sauce, Not I like trying hot sauce all the time, man. Like, and mix it up, add stuff to your hot sauce. I mean, there's a million different combinations for wings. Like, and for me, like, great to experiment with new rubs or sauces or whatever, because you could do little, little chunks, you know, do a couple of this flavor, a couple of that flavor. That I'm disappointed in you. How have you not uh, done chimichurri wings, man? You cook wings like five days a week. I know, man. I'm just such a sucker for the hot sauce, man. Like, dude, I mean, like you cook pounds of wings. Take six of them for Christ's <laughs> sakes, and take six. Give them to your daughter. Yeah, I mean, I know she would dig them for sure. Oh she man, everything. Dude, I'm calling you out on that one. Man. I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. You know, it, I mean, really, it comes down to I need to put in another order of some chimichurri, too, because when you start to get down to that last little bit, man, you know, Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like chimichurri or horseradish, you know, and it's I never thought that thought would cross my mind. Like, am I really putting that up there with horseradish? But I would. I mean, I feel like I might even do a horseradish chimichurri and just mix them both together. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> bro. Hey, horseradish chimichurri for real, yeah, though. That, could hey, be money. that would be that would be something. Hey, what if you had a little chipotle on that? Man, you could add all kinds of stuff. Or some That's of your hat or some of your hatch green chili in with that, too. Yeah. yeah. I've put some of that in there. I've Dude, got the hatch green chili horseradish <laughs> with chimichurri. That's money, dude. And you could even, hey, hey, really take a little wet, take squeeze a couple lemon juices on that, add a little citrus flavor level to that. Yeah, you're all about the citrus. You like the lemon. I love me some lemon, man. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm in heaven. I work with two companies that have lemon pepper seasoning now, man. I, I literally. I haven't, did you, I don't even think I've told you this. I have two Boston butts marinating right now. I went with one with I want two different seasonings. I want and this is a hey, folks. We're going to test his friendship here. I have one from a Fuego Lento, and I have one with our friends at Redbeard. Both no, both both friends and partners of the Dude Network. So the Redbeard one's probably pretty predictable uh, of which one I went with because they have one kind of exclusively for this. So I wanted to go with it, but so I went. Guess which which one did I go with of each? I'm guessing you went with the lemon pepper with the chili piquin from Fagolento. That's a that's a that's a ding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw that drop on the Instagram feed, I was like, Tony uh, buying that. He's going <laughs> to put his special orders. They're going to make extra just for the dude network. You know? <laughs> uh, oh man, it, it's it's not a joke, man. I swear to God, I, they should make me like Captain Lemon Pepper. That's gonna be my nickname, I think, by the end of hey, 2022, you man. Throw that in your bio, and people would buy it all day long, man. Especially the lemon pepper ribs, like that one threw me for a loop, man. Like I'm not even a big lemon pepper fan, but those lemon pepper ribs were looking pretty money, bro. Dude, they were so good. They were so <laughs> sweet the whole way through. The only way I could have made that a better experience is making a lemon butter dipping sauce. That would have been the only better way to dip that. I mean, when you like the lemon, you like the lemon. I mean, it goes good with pork. 
Lemon, go, dude, lemon. I mean, everybody, it's, you know, what's funny is like, I don't even think that's like a Midwestern thing. Like lemon shouldn't, I don't think like people in Ohio don't use lemon as much as I do. I don't know why. It's just a flavor profile. I like when the lemon juice is cooked down, it turns sweet. Like, I just love that flavor. Like, I like lime juice. I like, I mean, one citrus I don't use much of those orange. I should probably, I should, I should tackle the art of oranges. But man, I like, I like cooking with fruit though. Like, I love apples. I love cooking apples and, and putting them on pork chops with a like, like that's another thing. I, I'm a savory guy, savory and sweet. So I like my citruses. I like my sugars. I like my cinnamons. You know, like anything that's not like super spicy but savory. Like I like my one of my favorite combos is brown sugar, maple syrup, and cinnamon. Like I like mixing that together. When I did those cinnamon ribs, like pfft, that was my dipping sauce. Money. Cinnamon ribs. I had to you go forget, back. You forgot. You forgot about that one, huh? Oh man. That's a you're always doing some crazy rib recipes, man. You go out of the box for sure. You I know, got, it's never what's next. <laughs> what's next? I should do uh oh man. Uh-oh. What's it gonna be, man? Uh-oh. Are you ready? I see I see the gears turning, man. It's crazy. <laughs> What about like melting down some red hot candies? Like no one's ever finished ribs and like no one's ever finished ribs with candy. And then like your glaze is like the red hot candies. And then it would add like a spicy. I mean, dude, let's face it, man. Like those are spicy, but it's got like that strong cinnamon flavor to it. If you would do like an SPG or. Oh, no. Doobie, it's happening. Whiskey, bro. No. Hang on a second. Get some like cherry preserves or cherry jelly and with the red hot and do like, like make it like red, like turn the ribs red. Someone told me once they finished them in cherry juice. I can't give away who, but like, yeah, I think you know who that was. But like red hot candies melted down with some like sticky preserve like cherry and then finish him with that dude yeah or some cherry cider even you know Ooh, i've never even had cherry cider yeah cherry cider is good man i'd rather have cherry cider than apple cider myself uh, don't go fighting me now. Come on now. Oh man, I'm not even an apple. I'm from cider. Ohio, man. You don't come at people. Uh, you don't come at our apple cider like that. You don't do it. I'm not an apple fan. Johnny man. Appleseed was from Ohio. Oh man. Yeah. How about I'm from that? New Mexico, man. <laughs> we eat at chili, man. You just shit on Ohio. How do you feel about chili on anything? And I won't touch fruit hardly. Like I like pineapple. Pineapple's a win. I'll do yeah. oranges, but uh. Apples and cinnamon, not my cup of tea, bro. Like uh, apple pie, nah, I'll pass. You didn't guess the red beard seasoning, by the way. I'll win. Oh, the red beard, the what is it, the honey chipotle? No, no, it, it, no, I didn't do double lemon pepper. Oh. I wanted to, I wanted to, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, I went with the uh, the Ohio Boston, Ohio Boston, the Ohio okay. pork, the Ohio pork rub. Ohio pork rub, yeah, man, that one. has the dehydrated brown sugar in it, and it was like the honey chipotle, and it turned into like this brown sugar glaze, man. It and then like when you score your, uh, so what I liked about it is like when you pull pork, you do like the checker, your score. So man, like that brown sugar, and I accidentally cut a little deep, but then I wasn't mad because like that brown sugar glaze was just soaking down into the open open flesh of the pulled pork man so i think that's and i'm letting it go like 12 hour marinade overnight out in the fridge so hopefully tomorrow will be nice and soaked into the innards yeah what time are you gonna get those going tomorrow well they're a little smaller as we talked about so i'm not gonna set my alarm like you did the other night like at midnight and get up (laughs) and start smoking brisket i mean i'll probably do about seven in the morning and you know they're like seven and a half pounders so i'll probably be done about like three four o'clock right right in time for dinner so that's great i mean i got everything out there i got rolled out i got my smoker rolled out there so all i gotta do is go out throw some charcoal get her fired up get her warmed up and you know, hour you later. Squeeze anything else on with the butts, or is that going to be it? That's a good question. Can we talk about that? That's a very good. That's a good segue there. <laughs> Are you a real barbecuer if you don't fill that bitch up to the top? I, I mean, <laughs> that's facts, man. Like, I feel like as much work as it, especially if you're a stick burner guy, as much work as it is to keep that fire going for however long you're keeping it going for. Fill that sucker up. <laughs> I'm like looking in the fridge. What else can I cook? I'd rather warm that sucker up tomorrow than have to fire up the smoker for another six, eight hours or whatever the case may be. So you know? I got an idea. I'm thinking I want to smoke a butternut squash. That could be. That's funny, man. I think I want to do it. I think I want to do like, um, I just don't know what seasoning I'm going to use. Like I immediately always want to go to like nutmeg, cinnamon, but I feel with like Troubadour, our, our friend over at uh, uh, Pete over at Troubadour Spice Blends. Uh, by the way, website is up, TroubadourSpiceBlends.co. Use TB10 for 10% off. Shout out. Yep, TSB10. TSB10. See, yeah, it's, yeah, on my, it's on my yeah. link tree. It's on the link yeah. tree, folks. Just it's on both even, our link trees. It's yeah. on both <laughs> link trees. Doobie's got a link tree now, too. We're all we're both cool kids. Um, I'm thinking this, what what seasoning from Troubadour you think would be solid on um, on some butternut what squash? Gonna, what are you going to do with the butternut squash? Have it, dude. It's the ease. Dude, butternut squash and squashes are like it's the easiest thing to cook. You literally just get a sharp knife, you cut it in half, you scoop out your seeds, you season it, you bake it face up. And you're right, done. right. But like, uh, I've done a vegan chili recipe with butternut I, squash. That's I do. A, I do the maple syrup, brown sugar, cinnamon every time, and it's freaking money. So I don't know how it would be in a smoker though. So I would just do butter. I would definitely put butter in there. But I don't know, like, man, I'm like a little spicy guy. So I thought maybe like some chipotle seasoning in there. Or that honey chipotle. Oh, honey chipotle from Redbeard. Beth Redbeard. We need Troubadour. I want to do a home. I want to do. I I have three brand ambassadors for everybody that's listening. What's that? Applewood pork and poultry. Money. Money. That's it. Good call. That thing goes on everything. That's like a solid. You could put it on. Dude. Anything. French fries. I you put, put it on fruit and it would taste good. Um, mm. The applewood pulled 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 
I do uh, seasonings on scrambled eggs, and I've had some really banging ones. But I am not lying, folks. The best scrambled eggs are with applewood pulled pork poultry. To complement the best scrambled eggs with the applewood, potatoes, pan-fried potatoes with West Coast blend. Money. Oh, the West Coast blend is so good. Oh man. Oh, you you have a love affair with it. Man, I try to. I'm always trying to find something else I can put that on, and yeah. I mix a lot of the troubadour rubs together. You know, like I'll do West Coast is your lemon together. pepper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. You know, and I mix them all. You know, I'll mix a couple here, like the sweet and smoky with the with the pig dust. You know, I'll 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 mix them up in a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one. Helps them go a little bit further. You know, and you get some awesome flavors. Like, I feel like if you get all those troubadour rubs, I mean, you got Korean barbecue, you got the shawarma, you got all kinds of different things in there that fill in gaps that a lot of people don't have stuff like that, you know? Talk talk about the shawarma. Man, I'm excited to mess around with it. I think I'm going to do, like, some chicken noodles or something with it. It's got a really great, like... Like when you smell it, it's like, yeah, that's gonna be money on anything. You know, I like that you said euros properly, by the way. Man, you have to. I've gotten hate if you don't. Dude, like, I get hate from the like the there's a bedroom right above this here, and I get <laughs> all kinds of shade from that from that angle on that. Because like it's a gyro. I said, I said, I swear to God, if you call it gyro one more time, I'm leaving. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you. Euro, euro, euro. Yeah, man. Growing up between Las Cruces, like when I was a little kid, I was in Las Cruces. And then toward the middle of elementary, end of elementary, I was up in Albuquerque for through up until like my mid-20s. And then I moved back down to Cruces and found my wife and got married and had a baby. All that. What's up, Erica? We love you. (laughs) All that fun stuff that comes along with it, right? But uh, in Albuquerque, they have the Greek festival every year, man. And that is probably one of the best times ever. That's like one of the things that COVID's kind of made a little bit rough. It's like, you know, you don't get the Greek festival. You don't get a couple things here and there. I'm ready for it all to come back, man. Like, I'm excited to go to the Greek festival. Whenever that's open again, if it's this year, if it's next year, I, who cares? I'll be there, man. Is Greek you food know, one of the most over overlooked cuisines in America? I would definitely say that it's up there as one of the most. Overlooked. I mean, I wouldn't even have thought about talking about Greek food until we talked about shawarma from Troubadour C, uh, Spice Blends. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of people. Well, it depends on where you live, too, because it's not it's not readily available a lot of the times. Like there's one really good Greek place here in Las Cruces. And there's like two that are meh. You know, I mean, if you went there, you would eat it and you wouldn't be disappointed, but you might not want to go. I mean, you might go back, but it's not as good as it's not as good as the others. You know, like there's one in town that you go there and you leave and you're full and you're happy. And there's like you probably have it to go box, too, (laughs) because they give they hook it up, you know, and it's like if I can go somewhere and leave with leftovers, I'm a happy camper. You know? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Man, leftovers. So I like what you know. When we were talking like so. You asked me what else I was going through. I'm going to do the butternut squash, and I think after we get wrap this up here tonight, 
I got some custom cut dino ribs a couple weeks ago. It's about four pounds, and they're, I mean, they're not like super, super thick, like up toward the one part, you know, they're, they're they kind of like tailor down like the rib there, but they're about, they're about like eight to, they're about 10 to 12 inches long, and they're two, two packs surprised. of three. They'll, they'll thicken up on you, bro. That meat creeps up and it might start like this, but it'll yeah. end up like that, you know. So you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised, man. Beef oh, ribs dude. are my favorite things. Beef to cook. ribs are so I mean, I'm gonna come out and say it. I like them more than pork ribs, hands down. Don't even come at me. Like I can't be convinced otherwise. You know why? Because I have to do crazy shit with pork ribs to kind of like keep me entertained with them. Because, like, the taste of those beef ribs, it's like smoked roast beef on steroids, man. Like, it is so... Man, brisket on a stick. You can't beat it. I mean, it's money. But I will say, you know, a big thing that gets overlooked, a lot of people don't talk about, in my opinion, you don't see a lot of videos, is um, rib tips. You know, a lot of people don't talk about rib tips off the spare ribs. And I feel like those are like the OG pork belly burning, you know? is a solid rib tip. Like if you smoke one of those until it's nice and tender and you cut that up into some little segments with some like nice Texas toast and some barbecue sauce. And that's just, I guess one of the best snacks you'll ever eat, man. Like, and it's like a pork belly burnt in, but I feel like to me, they have a better texture. Yeah. Like I, I get the hype on pork belly burnt ins. I see why everybody loves them. Oh, they're. But, I think it's the squishiness to them that people find. Yeah, appealing. it's to me. It's like it's almost too squishy. Like I almost want like that crunchy bark exterior. I, you know, like, oh, man, I'm glad to hear you say that. In a way, I mean like, they're good, and I don't want to knock. And they're kind of slimy everybody. though. When you bite into them, they're kind of slimy. And, they're a little uh, bit much on me. Like, and uh, coming from New Mexico, we would de- like we would take all these pork belly burn-ins and i'm like what a waste sometimes because i would rather just throw those up in the disco and go to town make some chicharrones man like that's money to me like i'm not doing any pork belly burnt it i tried them i did them i've even tried them a couple different ways you know i've tried them with regular sauce i hit them with the asian bang sauce and to me it wasn't a bad cook by any means but i just it didn't live up to the hype you know, I could see how maybe the bacon wrapped ones, if you can get that bacon to be crispy, would have a little bit more appeal. But bacon wrapped pork ends? Yeah, bacon like wrapped pork, pork belly? Burn-ins? They're doing, they're doing yeah, bacon wrapped pork belly burn ins. I've seen it. Yeah. What? And I feel like the bacon would get crispier than the pork belly. I just don't understand the concept. You're wrapping bacon with bacon. I mean, I guess like bacon power is there you know, such like- a thing? Too much bacon? I I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, but that's if there is, that's it. That is that's it, coming right? up to that line. Oh man, sure. we might have to put a poll up on that one. I think on this one, I want actually first ever polls coming up on this episode is is there such thing as too much bacon? Because I I don't know, man. That sounds. I mean, because pork belly is already like not cheap, you know, like like nothing else is cheap. Well, bacon's not and then, cheap like, either. And then bacon's <laughs> not cheap either. So it's like you're wrapping. Golly, man, that I don't know, man. You know what sucks about I barbecue? Say if you do your homework, man, you can find some cheaper meat prices out there. There's light at the end of the tunnel. 
You know, hey, not all of us can score six thirty dollar briskets or anything. Like. Hey man, hey! <laughs> oh man, I've told so many people about that, and they all hate you equally. By the way, hey, it's okay. When I get my smoker, if anybody wants to come for brisket, I'm gonna have it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let it. Yeah, don't pay ten dollars for his brisket sandwiches, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pretend it's a steal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably did, dude. You probably like scanned like three of the six. Like, oh, I got them for thirty when they were sixty dollars a piece. Can do it, <laughs> man. I want to cut it off. I got to cut it off here, man. I want to keep going, but like, I know we've gone like well past the half hour and this is why I wanted you on here, man, because I knew with this, this is like the start of something that's going to just keep going, man. I'm excited. excited. Next next time we're coming on, we're talking about goals for 2022. Let's do it. Yeah. Goals for 2022. Then I think we could easily do the one after that of, um, pains and gross of growing a brand on social media in the barbecue community all right i like it I like yeah it. that's the next two that's the next two doobie you're the man you're the man bro it's always a pleasure being on the dude network man. hey friend of show dudes and dudes. that's the third glass of cleveland whiskey speaking oh man until next time until next time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on Dude Sessions brought to you by the Dude Network. Everyone go to our link trees. You can find him at, at Doobie Smokehouse on Instagram and um, Pitmaster Doobie on TikTok. And uh, also just look at the links that are available on the Dude Network. You know, he's in all he's in a lot of our posts because we are partners in crime and are in this growth process together. We both work with Troubadour Spice Blends. Doobie's working with some other. Who other? Who else are you working with? Uh, you working right with? Now, I got Bravo Salsa and Yum Daddy Ketchup. If you're a ketchup fan and you haven't tried it, don't sleep on it. I'm telling you, it's it looks delicious. You've made some killer looking wings with that. And the Bravo Salsa, I actually used that in my casserole tonight. It is delicious. But ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, until the next time. Doobie. Later.